Your season-long fantasy football league is winding down. But the one-week fantasy football leagues on FanDuel have never been bigger. I personally joined. I, I joined because it's a lot of fun. You get a budget. You pick your teams. You can go one-on-one. You can go into corners. And it's nice because my fantasy league is, is, is done. Like I said, these, these leagues are all winding down. But it doesn't mean you can't still play fantasy football. Don't wait till next year. Play fantasy now for real cash. Uh, the season's not over at FanDuel.com. It's FanDuel.com. Joe Watson from New York played fantasy football and FanDuel, FanDuel for less than two weeks last season. Ready for this? He Less than two weeks, he won over $30,000. Join him and hundreds of thousands of others users who have already won money. I'm going to try. I love it. You know, we were football addicts, right, you and I? We might as well uh, have some fun with it on FanDuel. It's the greatest concept ever. Uh, the leader in one-week fantasy football leagues. The money's real. Entry fee started at a dollar. No season-long commitment. You set a new lineup each week. It's that simple. Every week you can play for the rest of the season. FanDuel is paying out more than $170 million this NFL season. you got to play to win, so sign up today. Go to FanDuel.com. Click on a microphone in the upper right-hand corner. Use my code KREN. All right, use the code KREN. Sign up now. K-R-E-N-N. All right, there's a new user special. FanDuel giving a bonus. $200 for your first deposit. For every dollar you deposit, FanDuel will match up to $200. Offers good for the first 50 people that use the code KREN, K-R-E-N-N. Don't forget to use that code, KREN. Don't miss out on all this fantasy football fun. It's more than you can I'm telling you, you're going to enjoy this. FanDuel.com. Every week is a new season. That's FanDuel.com. F-A-N-D-U-E-L.com. Sign up today. So maybe you got a great idea for a business. You want to start selling products or services online. Maybe you're an established business owner and you're looking for new customers. Maybe you're interested in starting a personal website. No matter who you are, GoDaddy. That's right, GoDaddy wants to help you succeed online. Right now, GoDaddy is offering a .com domain for just $1.49. That's right, $1.49. It's go time. Start your website today. Visit GoDaddy.com and enter promo code JIM149 to get your $1.49.com. Some limitations apply. See website for details. This is the Jim Cren No Restrictions Podcast. We're coming to you nationwide. We are coming to you worldwide on the Sideshow Network. It's Mike Wysocki, Terry Jones, Mike Sasson, and here's your host, radio and comedy legend. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Jim Cran. Jim Cran, no restrictions on the Side Show Network, brought to you by Beaver County Auto, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Nissan, all your new, new and used. Chrysler Dodge, Jeep, Nissans, and more. Beaver County Auto, Chippewa Exit, Constitution Boulevard. They are the greatest, and they are our sponsor. Josh Folio, David Sidemar, Frank Merger, Wayne Wow, our team, and here in the studio, Terry Jones, Mike Wysocki, Mike Sasson, and myself. I just got back from Mexico. Literally, last night, I was in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico this week, this past few days. I got the uh, uh, Lifetime Achievement Award at the Puerto Vallarta Classic Rock Festival. Thanks, guys. Thank you. It, what a what a great honor, man. I mean, I was with Rock Royalty there. Sam Moore of Sam and Dave. Uh, just uh, the performers that were there were off the First off, I want to say, my friend John Zaring, thank you for this uh, award. It would never happen without my friend John Zaring, who is, uh, puts on the best festivals, actually. Uh, also, uh, Puerto Vallarta, I would highly recommend visiting Puerto Vallarta. Everyone. Take, take your vacation and go, this year, go to Puerto Vallarta. And there's a guy, I tell you, there's called Mexican Lifestyles. This guy, Luis, who is working with the, with the the, uh, uh, the festival. Luis, nicest guy. And, and he they put together these trips and, you know, Mexican li- Mexican Lifestyle. I'll, I'll get the exact uh, uh, email or whatever for you to, to email for everybody. But they put together inside kind of... Uh, you know, look at at Mexican life. It's very safe. The the people there are very warm, very kind, uh, very ritualistic, very spiritual. Matter of fact, my lifetime achievement award uh, was made by the. I'm, I'm 
sorry if I pronounced it wrong, I think it's a Hachuli Indian, Indians, uh, Mexican Indians, and it was an interesting award because they make the, it out of beeswax. They made this, it was a guitar, and each bead by hand put together, and each bead, had, everything about it is a story on it, which I'm going to look into as far as like, you know, the, the little uh, pictures on the guitar and stuff like that. Which I'm afraid to look into because what if it's like, you know, I look into it and go, this guy's an asshole like me. Never made it. I'm working overtime in my shaman job here and I'm making this guitar for this guy. But no, but yeah, it's a beautiful word. Looks a amazing. lot of spiritual meaning to it because of that. I, I felt in, you know, Louise is, uh, you know, but John, thank you so much for everything. Mark Eddy, Carlo Vall. Uh, we had such, such fun this week. Hedy, Hedy was there too. But remember now, 25 years in rock and roll as a DJ, you know, yeah. DVE and all that classic rock that I played every day, you know, besides the comedy, we're all, it's one of the great music stations. And I got to meet these guys that were part of bands that I played every morning or listened to even now, which I love classic rock. Uh, you know, I'm sitting there, uh, Craig Fuller and I were hanging out. I think we put a gave, I sent a picture out. Yeah, we put it on yeah. the website. Uh, Post it online. Yeah, it's online. Uh, Craig Fuller wrote Amy. You know, you sit thinking, holy shit, man, that's one of the songs played every other day. It's like, right? Everybody mm. knows it. First song everyone learns to play on guitar, Amy. Craig Fuller. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny Arnoff was a Mellencamp's drummer. and It was funny because the way it was set up, we, we were the hard rock in Puerto Vallarta, which, again, hard rock, great place too, man. I loved it. All-inclusive ton of fun but there was like an eighth floor thing where where you would jam at the end of the night and you'd be up there and all these guys would be there just playing someone would grab grab a guitar start jamming there was like i said kenny arnoff from mellencamp's band he's his drummer uh mark farm farmer farner from uh grand funk and i'm sitting at the bar and i turn mickey dolan's next to me the monkeys Crazy. hey hey we're the monkeys <laughs> crazy and yeah, Elliot Easton of the Cars. It just goes on. I don't know. It's just you know uh, who else? Uh, oh, Mickey Mickey Freeze. Yeah, Mickey Mickey Freeze. Freeze was there. One of the most respected guitar. Yes. Right. Yo, he's artist. He's one of the greatest uh, guitar players, and um, he is. He worked with Prince. Yep. Uh, Shalomar. He was in Shalomar. Yep. And he. Um, He's Native American as well, so that's like one of the big things for him being yeah, yeah. like in the spotlight as a Native American. He helps all the, the things. That he's yeah, he helps tribes yeah. and stuff. He really does. And uh, Steve Augeri from Journey, who was the lead singer for Journey for like eight years, nicest guy. What a good guy this guy is, Steve Augeri. Really talented too, man. His voice hasn't lost a beat. Uh, the cool thing was the last night I'm sitting there is Mickey Dolan's, like I said, and all these guys. Steve's there, and, and Mickey just jumps in they're all jamming here mickey don't i'm a believer and all these songs you yeah. grew up listening to in the monkeys and stuff and it's a little bit surreal but it was very fun yeah very very fun experience this this rock festival and it's it's fun terry you knew i was surprised because you're a young guy you knew you know mickey freeze yeah yeah, man, like, yeah I know, mickey. I'm, I'm a fan of mickey free man That's mickey why has I, a lot of fans i know but i'm yeah. just saying you're 20 you know in your 20s and, well i mean we were driving here i was playing freaking harold melvin and the blue notes with <laughs> teddy pentagrass <laughs> you know he's hitting those notes <laughs> yes. and, shit. and yeah i i mean um mainly you're because old, of my old soul old soul yeah heart. you know i mean i really your think dad that, and mom uh, well yeah i'm listening to low-key i think i was killed uncles? i think i was killed in the 70s and then i was reborn in i think so i so. <laughs> I always tell people that I was a private investigator in the seventies, but um, no, my parents, um, you know, growing up, I, I grew up on like uh, real music, so it's always mm -hmm. crazy when like a lot of people my age don't know about a lot of stuff. And you know, we talked about the comedy too. I grew up on old school comedy: Richard Pryor, Franklin and Jai, Cosby. Same with music; it was Prince and Michael Jackson. Um, you know, Harold Melvin, Teddy Pendergrass, Luther Vandross, Marvin Gaye is my favorite singer of all time. So. That, that that was what was cool with yeah. the festival too. A lot of the people in the audience are young people in their twenties, and it's yeah. interesting. Like you said, real music. It's timeless. Maybe music. they're looking at that as yeah, real music now. It is. It's not made through any type of computer or any type of <laughs> you know right, and nothing fake about it in those my days. My anaconda don't. My anaconda <laughs> don't want none. You you know it's not that bullshit. <laughs> yeah, it, it's actual instruments. It's actual music. 
versus lyrics know, are interesting. Yeah. Lyrics about relationships in life, yes. and you know, not bands make your dance. Although that is my favorite song for some reason. Yeah. Which one? The bands. Song. The bands. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about bands Baby Got make Back. Your dance. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was talking about Nicki Minaj. <laughs> Josh, <laughs> yeah, Josh will never Josh. be another Sir Mix-a-Lot. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know, one day they're going to be saying that. Uh-huh, 30, someday. 40, 50 years from now. That's so funny. They're gonna be 50 years from now, they're going to be going, you know, there'll never be another Snoop Dogg. <laughs> true, it's true. Yeah. That's, I mean. That is true. <laughs> you, know, you know, it's crazy, Jim. You're talking about, like, people my age being in the audience and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But the reality is, you know, th- there's a difference between music that's just for right now and then there's music that's actually timeless. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, I could play... Uh, you know, I'm trying to think of like some songs that I was listening to. I could play the Rolling Stones, uh, "Sympathy for the Devil," and I can still understand what it means in 2014 mm-hmm. versus when they recorded it. When I listen to "Paint It Black," it's the same thing. When I listen to "The Who," when I listen to "Journey," you're listening to these songs that still have meaning in 2014. They could still be played versus. Well, see, here, here's my theory on that. I think because those guys, when they were writing that, and there's still artists that still do it today, yeah. they're writing for themselves and what they're – and then there's people that are sitting there going, I got to produce something that can get on the radio. I got to produce something to make money. To make money. It's yeah. a product. And so it's like eating a, a hamburger that your mom made at a barbecue for you yeah. and eating a McDonald's cheeseburger. It's <laughs> yeah. different. It's you don't different. remember exactly. a McDonald's cheeseburger, but you'll remember that hamburger that your mom made forever because it's yes. that yeah that's yeah. the difference you, you know what's interesting about also this thing was the the peek behind the curtain on people because they they these guys were star in their own right and in their their brilliant talents but they also were part of different bands and different things yeah. there was a guy i i won't give his name i don't, don't want to get in trouble he's a character <laughs> man this one guy he wasn't a musician he worked on the he worked on the crew okay and he's part of different things on the crew or whatever but he starts talking about he worked with prince for like a tour and he got fired and he starts telling me this story and how he got fired working with prince and how him and prince went at it like started to have a little little back and forth (laughs) which i couldn't stop laughing at the fact that prince somebody you know a prince's stature yeah would get under the skin of prince and they would just the, the argument and the way the guy was he was like some tough guy from like Detroit or somewhere you know mm-hmm. like street guy from Detroit kind of thing he did like lights or sound I think sound or whatever he said he did yeah. like I said I won't give his name I won't give him trouble but it was the story was I was laughing so hard and he goes and I said so I'm like I ain't him on I'm like the whole time goes, so what happened man how did you how did it really happen how did you and Prince really go uh, you know that, you know he's, he's, he's talking like Tony Soprano this yeah. dude he goes you know he's um, you know he's he's like a Jehovah Witness you know <laughs> said, yeah because yeah, yeah, they were real strict, you know. I got my tattoos, and all of a sudden, everything's real good. First week or two, it's great. All of a sudden, say, hey, 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 cover up your tattoos. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta cover my fucking tattoos for Prince, you know. So I cover my tattoos for Prince. You know? So anyway, we're going, and then we're in these, these different bars and these clubs. Hey, the guy's pulling on a fucking half million a night. All right, should be happy. And he's out there, and he's <laughs> my favorite story. I don't know why this is so funny. Because he get the guitar ready, all right, and his guitar, and he's complaining it's out of tone. So I get this other guy to get a tone. I get this other guy, all right, and I go to hand it to him on stage. You know what I do? I hold on to it. Prince is trying to pull it. I don't let him take it. <laughs> Which made me laugh because I'm thinking a picture of him a pull tug of war <laughs> on Prince. stage with fucking Prince in the back on the sides of a stage. It was like five two. Like what'd you do? That I would just held on and he, he's pulling and I go, did you finally? I finally let it go. He almost fell off. Was hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say, we aren't working together. That's awesome. I just pictured his little curly thing in his hair falling, yeah. you know, almost fall, almost falling off his platform shoes, <laughs> and just really getting angry. The fact that he held on to it is amazing. And Prince started pulling the guitar, and he wouldn't let it go. Is I, I thought this is priceless a story. This is great. 
<laughs> Isn't that awesome? Uh, yeah, it is awesome. Any story with Prince is awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's always funny. <laughs> you can't help but laugh anytime somebody mentions Prince, and, so, and that's why you know even with Mickey Free, it's so funny because uh, the whole Chappelle Show skit, yeah. where, where Charlie Murphy's talking about, uh, he's like, yeah, man, they had this one cat uh, in Charlemagne named Mickey Free, and all the girls is like, everybody's like, yo, Charlemagne got this fine woman. Mickey Free ain't oh. no woman. <laughs> it was like so funny how he like put it together. But it's like, oh, yo, it's God. Mickey freaking free. That is so funny. Mickey yeah. free. That's <laughs> yo, YouTube Mickey free. Watch he uh, kill the guitar. You know, love he's it. A Jehovah witness. He's a Jehovah witness. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like my tattoos. Come on, what the fuck? <laughs> what well, now? Now, when he handed him this, was this during a show? Yeah. This is while a show was while going on. While a show's going on. <laughs> that's what made me laugh. The guy, Prince grabs the guitar. He holds onto it tight. And he won't let him. And he's like, Prince is under his breath going, give me a guitar. Give me a guitar. Give me now. That'd be funny if Prince came to your door trying to convert you. Yeah. yeah. Right. Really Sunday beloved. morning or Saturday. I know. Right? I know. Yeah, him and Michael Jackson together. <laughs> we got it here today. <laughs> yeah. Give me the red carpet. I would like to talk Rabble to you about a. Jehovah. <laughs> I like how he let me know it too. The guy was like, you know, yeah, he's very, very strict. He said, <laughs> Jehovah, Jehovah, very strict. I heard him. And, and then he goes, yeah, he's Jehovah. Huh? After he fucked every woman and everything through all that, that shit. Then he found God. He told me, this guy's telling me, so I'm like, yeah, he goes, yeah, he's Jehovah Witness. Yeah, after he went through all that shit, right? He fucked everybody. And what le- what's left? He said, guys, yeah, you got a point. What is left? What is He's left oh, at man. that point. I mean, that is awesome. You were pretty much going to go Jehovah after you did Apollonia Vanity and every yeah, you get, and all the good. cocaine in Minneapolis. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much, you're there. So I the, couldn't imagine. I thought Prince would have a tattoo. Wouldn't you think he'd get drunk one night and have a tattoo? Or say, nah. probably got it removed. No, nah, he doesn't seem like a tattoo kind. No, of guy. he's not allowed now. Not Jehovah. Like I don't think he ever. Because no. I know he was big mm-hmm. into the religion then. Because even the um, song that he did for uh, the Vikings. Is it sounds like a gospel type song, like the fight song he did for um, Minnesota Vikings? I tell you right now, he had the hottest women. If you wouldn't put a list together of guys who had great hottest women, the two greatest of my book, and I think about things like this, uh, <laughs> Derek Jeter. Yeah, yeah. For a list of women, I'm uh-huh. saying list of hotness, right? Great women. Derek Jeter, Leonardo DiCaprio. And uh, I would say uh, Prince, Apollonia, Vanity Six, etc. And even now, even Maytag, Maytag, whatever that one girl. Yeah. My, uh, Mai Tai. Mai Tai. Mai Tai. Mai tai. Yeah. She's on cool. that, uh, she's cool. on that she Hollywood Exes. Yeah. Is she really? Yeah, Mai Tai's on the Exes. She's on that Hollywood Exes show with Eddie smoking. Murphy's wife. She was smoking hot. Mai Tai. Well, it was Eddie Murphy's wife, and then it was Michael Strahan's <laughs> fiance. And then, yeah. DiCaprio, two weeks ago, there was a story. He, did, he took 20 women home. 20 women home My own. from a Miami nightclub, man. Yeah. That is unbelievable. What, what did he, he, he sit there and go, that's it. I'm going after fucking Chamberlain's record now. <laughs> <laughs> this shit is on now. I just have to do this a thousand times. Yeah. <laughs> Notch it. Write it down on a bedpost. Yeah. 20, 20 plus whatever he had going in there. He did a few thousand going in. Wolf on Wall Street. The Wolf on Wall Street, living living like the Wolf on Wall Street. I must be like a bakery in that fucking bedroom, right? Little tags, little numbers. <laughs> Madger with a cigarette. I'm 18. That's awesome. Come on, throw. 20 women. God, I had a guy at Customs yesterday. He was just really getting under my skin. He was Ben Clingston Mall Guard with a Middle Eastern accent. <laughs> and he was Middle Eastern guy at the American Customs fucking with me. You know, you, mm-hmm. you could tell he's like, "That's right, motherfucker. I've been here two months in this country, and I am fucking with you." <laughs> Go back in line. I'm like, oh. so he could tell I was getting pissed about. You know, I didn't have some form or something. I had to go back at this other form, and uh, this then I got back at this thing with my pit, and I had to go back. Checking your lifetime achievement award too. Yeah, yeah. well, you know, <laughs> know what he did? He goes. Uh, you have been randomly selected to go to the agriculture inspection. Like I have fucking agriculture. Uh, Are you kidding me? In customs, agriculture. I got two bags, regular bags. Next thing you know, I'm in this line, and I mean, people had things like I'm not kidding, cages with like animals and boxes <laughs> with fruit and everything, and 
guys, <laughs> I'm not kidding. It was awesome. There was two Indian guys arguing over nuts and uh, like some kind of I don't know what, like incense or some shit. They were, you know, because yeah, what do minute can bring my nuts? What do I wrong with my nuts? Kept saying the element the custom guy. Because well, you can't bring this many nuts. These are my nuts. <laughs> These are my. I nuts. didn't bring in my nuts. I'm thinking, wow. I'm like, shit. I hope Eddie didn't buy any nuts or something in the bag. Open up, was like ten bags of nuts. And I'll tell yelling at the guy. These are my nuts. But, That's because yeah. you went. You went to the rock festival. Yeah. And agriculture. They're thinking you. That's true. All kinds of weed and hash yeah. And, yeah. and 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 Mexican. Uh, Poppy seeds. It's true. Just photos. I don't even know what that means. Just but photos poppy seeds. <laughs> of me at the rock school. Cool. But it sounds something yeah. we have to. Sounds <laughs> something we got to check out. Doesn't it? It sounds. It sounds legit. You have Mexican yeah. poppy seeds. Anything with the rock <laughs> fest, you know, yeah. hat, anything on. They're like, get this motherfucker over there. <laughs> Cavity search him, man. So you're like the plant life here. <laughs> this guy was. <laughs> you're like the rock. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Rock festival. No drugs here. Uh-huh. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> Yeah, God. You know what's crazy? When we came back from uh, Cabo, because I know you Mm -hmm. had to go on Arsenio, so I went back um, by myself. Yeah, yeah. um, yeah, Well, I got on the wrong plane, yo. Mm. They let me back in. <laughs> they let me back in America. You never told me that. That's pretty impressive. I'm you got on a wrong you. fucking plane. How'd you do this? Well, there's two planes in yeah, one. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> you had two to choose. You go, from? Did you go to one that said flip the coin? Well, there was one that was leaving earlier, and I was like, oh man, where's what the plane? Did you just decide to board uh, anything and flew? Well, yeah, no, it's. <laughs> <laughs> I got on the one that said it was going back to Houston, like the one they said on my ticket. Okay. But it was just the wrong plane. So I get on, and they're like, hey, there's someone else on the seat. And then the guy's like, oh, this happens all the time. Come on. Really? To first class. And I was like, yeah. oh. So I got to sit in like Wait, first so you were, on the, nice. you were on the wrong plane and still got the first class? Yeah, man. I wasn't the rewarded. only black dude in first class. Cool story. Where's Khalifa? Get pumped the first class. I made it. <laughs> I know, made it. There is a difference in first class, man. There is, yes. isn't it? It makes it makes you sad. Like it makes you happy, but makes happy you sad. and sad at the same time. Because you're like, man, these people back here, like they. I feel like, bad. I feel bad. Dude, for I had a extra room, extra feet room, extra like leg room. Like I was yeah. able to go like this and just like kind of like sit there. And then they offered me like all kinds a drink. Of yes, a drink, which I love. Some- That's when my sadness went away, and then I just got crazy because I I just got like. <laughs> pompous or something because as soon as I go I got my ginger ale and I'm watching people bored and I'm like and, I, and I'm there with my legs crossed going yes I get a ginger ale people ginger ale in a champagne glass yes, in my champagne glass <laughs> good luck with your boarding back no, there I only, got to do, I only got to do it yeah. one <laughs> time it was actually Mark Eddy hooked me up with it on the, when I came back from first California class. for first time ever and it, I felt I kind of felt guilty at first when I'm coming in there's people walking past and they're bringing you like warm cookies out of the oven and yes! hot towels and <laughs> yes! got all this leg awesome. room and yeah. you're waiting they for serve the pilot you a whole to, meal like what the yeah, hell is this you're waiting for the pilot to come out and put his arm around and he goes is this ride okay for you man yeah no, I feel like I could yes. walk into the cockpit if I wanted to you can just do whatever you want there <laughs> it's yeah. crazy I know I do, you know what's fun when the stewardess the flight attendant excuse me Gives the dirty look when somebody from coach tries to use your bathroom up in first class. You know, you're not allowed, they're not allowed to use it. There are people that kind of hover around that little curtain trying to get in there. Uh-huh. Uh, and a flight attendant. And we had a, you know, a, a, a guy, a male, who was very, very bathroom conscious last <laughs> night on the plane. They took one step in. That step is your last pal. <laughs> this laboratory is for first class only. Sorry. Bye. <laughs> bye bye. Mm-mm. He just looked at the person and went, mm mm. He turned around. <laughs> Gone. Mr. Kren, would you like another warm cookie? <laughs> That's when you demanded uh, Mr. Kren. Mr. James oh, Kren. They, they know your name. Even. They know your fucking name. Yeah, the seats are like recliners, too, instead of like yeah, a bus you, seat. It's, it's like you're sitting in a recliner. I could live there. I could live there. I, I, little I, yeah, seat. As well. I didn't want to leave. I, I was on a, a business trip to Pittsburgh to San Francisco. And so, you know, big guy and everything like that. And the, the the woman's doing the thing, like, you know, looking at it. And she just looks at me and she goes, I'm going to do my best to get you in first class. And so subtly she's just basically calling me fat. But on the other hand, <laughs> I'm just like, 
okay, yeah, do it. <laughs> so, but so right she got there, me there. I would have jumped right in there, man, going, <laughs> yeah, man, my bypass ain't kicked in yet. <laughs> I had the surgery two weeks ago. <laughs> but she said, she, I, I got you. I hooked you up. And I'm like, okay, cool. But the thing was, like, you talk about, like, for the first hour or two of the flight, I was, like, they, like, offering me drinks. And I'm like, oh, no, I don't have, like, I don't. And then eventually the guy's like, dude, it's free. I'm like, yeah, come on. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't know the rules until, like, we're Once flying into San Francisco. I'm like, more cookies. Yep. <laughs> more, more, more everything. <laughs> Take them to go. I took yeah, cookies. Absolutely. You know. <laughs> the last, it's the amazing. Last plane I was on, man. They they have you know how they have snack boxes. You get get yes. Shit and yeah, you can buy it. I got a snack box, but they forgot to charge me, and I felt guilty. Like I felt like mm-hmm. I didn't want to be that dude. Right. And they like get, get him. He stole. Like, <laughs> they shut you up. They even still well, on planes. Wait, it's a flight like, attendant. I didn't want to be that guy. Get him. He stole it. Yeah. <laughs> Bastard. Get him, he stole it. Get him. He's a nut thief. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, man, it, it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. It is. That's all I can say. It is. And I know somebody, somebody, has had, somebody has had to do a stand-up piece on this because there's a fucking million stand-up pieces out there on airplane jokes and stuff. But I'm, somebody had to. This is too much of a common thought that I had last night, yesterday. But my favorite thing on the flight was... I don't know why the pilot decides to give me the route home. Like, you know, <laughs> it would be uh this going to be a you know, nice flight. First it was Dallas, and Dallas <laughs> to Pittsburgh, you know, out of Puerto Vallarta. You know, uh, sky's been clear. We're going to be going up to uh the, to wherever the canyon at around the Rio Grande and we're going to go make a right there and then come on over <laughs> into the, the, the you know, wherever, San Antonio and uh and uh we're going to bring it on in back over to Fort Worth, Dallas Fort Worth. <laughs> like why are you giving me the route? I don't like a, what do I give a fuck? I don't give a shit where you're going. I mean, how am I going to know? I'm going to look out the window and go, oh, he's off route a little bit, you know. Or why would you? Do it? They notice that they do. They give yeah. you the route. Yeah, they, they like they're sharing with you. To the whole thing. Maybe like it's because of any saying. Like someone's going to yell, "No, no, no! Don't go that way." You Long should go, way. Uh, yeah. I think it's because we have the yeah. age of GPS and we have like their directions. Maybe someone in the back Maybe is checking. Do. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Good. <laughs> no. No. Don't. Don't. Don't go through Waco. <laughs> no. Right? no. Wouldn't it be great? That <laughs> Waco. Tap, it would be great to tap on the door to pilot. Yeah. You are fucking up, man. <laughs> <laughs> there is definitely a shorter way. <laughs> you're like, what? Uh, you scared. offered. <laughs> you offered. There's a there's, there's a chocolate George Bush in uh, Houston. You, you ever see the chocolate George Bush? You ever no. see that statue? No, what is, oh, is it, is it the statue with a statue, the chocolate George the Bush. Yeah, yeah. Senior a, or GW? Senior. Okay. It's senior, right? I don't know. Yeah, it's it senior. is senior. Yeah. But where's it at? Not forty-three. In Houston, it's forty-one. It's forty-one. Yeah. In Houston, yeah. yeah. Okay. But the crazy thing about this statue is, it's, it looks like they were like pose and like it's like GQ style. Like really? there's wind it's, blowing. It's, it's a and he's holding onto his jacket over the shoulder. Really? Uh-huh. And it's huh? awesome. And it's nice. chocolate. It's, it's wow. It's all brown chocolate looking statue. Got my brownie. Buy my five thousand dollar suit. Read my lips. Read my lips. <laughs> Got gel hair gelled up. Good. Atlanta airport's pretty cool. That is a nice airport. Atlanta is a very nice it's airport. It's like a giant subway. You know, Dallas, I got to tell you, nice airport. You like Dallas? Well, you know how I rate my airports now, guys? I rate them on if you have a massage place. Uh. It all gets down to the Massage Express. They should be everywhere, by the way, but they're not, but they should be. Massage places, when you travel, if you got a three-hour layover, don't bitch and complain. Because if you live in this area... Right in the in Pittsburgh, you get you're guaranteed a layover no matter what, right? Oh yeah, you're so yeah. always yeah. when you get off the plane, you have your two or three hour. I'm serious, look for the massage places that are everywhere now in these bigger airports. It's awesome. You go get a massage, you're back on a plane. It's all good. It's better than the Memphis hmm. airport. What was the? I don't remember them. I've been there. I'm sure. I don't Man, remember Memphis. The Memphis it's, it's airport, a smaller airport, probably. That's the Memphis what, airport you know. is about the size of this whole damn office. And oh, it's yeah. just like a bunch of like some of the smaller cities, really the hood ass people, and you know, <laughs> and you're like, hey, can can I get that sandwich? And they're like, man, what you want that sandwich for? And Make I'm yourself. Like, Wait, <laughs> what do you mean? I, <laughs> right there. Here's the bread. Here's the meat. Just put it on on yourself. I'm like, man, I never want to come to this airport again. You, and there's just like baby powder stuck in between her cleavage because that's what Memphis women do for some reason. It's hot. It's so hot that it's they so have the, damn hot. the baby powder cleavage. It's just right there. It's just white powder. Baby and powder. And baby powder cleavage right in, uh, in the middle. It's like a crevice. 
Yeah. Baby powder. That's like my experience at the Philadelphia airport. I was at a layover in the Philadelphia airport, and I was like, okay, I'll get a, you know, Coke and a pizza. So I go up to this, and I just go, yeah, um, you know, Coke and a slice of pizza. Literally, the, the lady just looks at me and goes, like literally pissed at me. That's Philly. That makes up sense. Big time. <laughs> just like I'm like, did I do it wrong? I know I'm supposed to say wit if I'm in like yeah, Gino's right, or right. Like if, that, you, if you want that, you know, I noticed wit. now. <laughs> right now, though, I noticed anybody who works at like airports or any public job, people are pissed because it's Christmas season. I didn't realize it last night. Hetty mentioned it. Oh, she goes. Uh, I think they're pissed because it's Christmas and people are t- they're tired at this. Point. Like so many people, they have you know. Waited on or been with or whatever mm-hmm. it must have been you know portion I'm sure crazy but it's hysterical that uh, how pissed off these people were yeah. last night everywhere we went everybody in any retail was pissed off. Well, do you, do you were happen at Coles now what they're doing? No, with, yeah. they are going to stay open 24 hours a day from like the 19th till. Um, Christmas Eve. There's a happy employee, right? Yeah, exactly. Oh, you're, if you're going to two a, two a.m. to go get something at Kohl's, expect a, a nasty look from somebody. Yeah, they got their workers like they're freaking pilots in our, you know, army running twenty four hour missions. Or something. Uh, <laughs> that's it, man. It is this world. It is crazy. It man. is crazy. I'm trying to. I'm still trying to get to the moon, but you know what I mean, and just live up there. You like, you're gonna get there because they're gonna have civilization on the moon one day. You know it. Well, that's the. Well, I'm probably gonna get there before civilization because Richard Branson. I don't want to do it. Too many mortals. It's just. <laughs> Believe me, trying to get up there now. Like, set, set up a club. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> before before racism season. comes to the moon, just, <laughs> <laughs> just kind of hang out with the with the aliens. We like, hey man, we all like, well, like, and then Terrell, give me a call. Hey Mike, you want a feature uh, up with the moon? <laughs> <laughs> you you, you got to get there, but you'll get a hundred bucks a show. <laughs> <laughs> bring up, bring up the whole no restrictions crew. Hey guys, <laughs> we're, we're doing the moon tour. Wouldn't that be horrible? The like, dark side of the moon. Wouldn't that be horrible though? We get we get the uh, you know we get to the moon and we're thinking you hey we could start over in a sense yeah. of like no racism, right? Yeah, we can just wipe out all these you know horrible things. You know that happened to mankind, and then the Martians come, and then all of a sudden the Martians are racist as fuck. They against, are <laughs> against against green Martians. <laughs> They're like, he is green. He's green trash. He green is trash. green trash. <laughs> he is green trash. He is green. He is green trailer trash. And you know there will be like those other people that are afraid of them, so they back behind them, like yeah. Uh, he is. The green ones never work. Green ones never work. That's why we haven't visited you. The green ones don't want to work. They sit around. They sit around in their trailer listening to Kid Rock all fucking day. Don't mix green and red. (laughs) (laughs) It's so sad. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Damn Martians. Goddamn. Fucked it up. Fucking racist. We're just starting that. We're trying to start a good Can I make the Krypton? (laughs) Yeah, we'll just move to We'll just yeah, move we, to another place. A whole another galaxy. We'll just go right on till Like we, Andromeda. Yes. That was, <laughs> That's the thing. If you think about the whole like galaxy, maybe like Earth is like viewed as like the hillbillies, and so they don't even want to deal with us. And yeah. the Martians is maybe like that's the bad neighborhoods and stuff. Yeah, okay. yeah. 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 We have to learn everything. Like, like the whole world. Oh, you live on Earth? That's like here and you live in Montana? You think, like, they, <laughs> yeah. you think they hide from us when we go up there? Yeah. So. They're here. Hide behind a rock. Dude, those conspiracies are always awesome with like space dealing with humans. <laughs> we love that and, shit. Well, what's the Battlestar Galactica and you know things like Battlestar Galactica and Star Wars are supposed to be set in the past, and then somehow they migrate to our world, and that's how we become. It's pretty wild. We all, we talked about it before. There is there has to be something else out there. Yeah. So you never you never know. You know. Well, you know what leads to the story. We're talking about a couple stories in the sense of you know. What will it be in the future? Like, Terry, will, will, will we be living on the moon? Will we have civilizations and, you know, things that we're talking about that, that, that they're theorizing now? And I'm sure they thought about this, you know, in seventeen in the 1790s as we found the oldest time capsule in history in Boston. I was wondering, you know, when they open up, you know, what did they think would, would be like today or what would, you know, I'm sure they have some sort of messages in there or whatever or theories or thoughts and their writings that they that they found and, Here's what some of the notes say is Sam Adams and Paul Revere. They had the capsule. They put the time capsule together, and they wrote notes in there. And they found some artifacts like coins, things, and some notes from 1795. Like one was a note from Sam Adams saying, I hope they name a great beer after me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Paul Revere left a note, just stole these 
just stole these greatest prank ever note next to George Washington's wooden teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Adams note, Benedict Arnold jag off but made mean breakfast. Here's recipe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's pretty cool. Though. That's, the, that's the oldest time capsule ever that they found. 1795? 1795. Wow. Isn't that wild? That, that is crazy. They really didn't go into what they found. I think they should have left something better. Like they really it wasn't it's was like some coins and some things like that. Really right. Don't you think you should have been a little more creative? These are two great minds in our histories, supposedly, right? Yeah. They founded our country. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. What would you put in a time capsule for three hundred years from now, right now? What would you put that's in? That's a good question. That's a good I, Jesus. I don't know. Hmm. Um God, this is a really good question. A huh? Beyonce C D. <laughs> yeah. In a photo. This was yeah, our civilization. Photo, yeah. This was the height. This was the yeah. Beyonce a selfie. CD. Yeah, and a, a selfie. I'll put good. a selfie in Viagra. <laughs> Mike, that's brilliant. Viagra, like, because like that's one boy. of the great things right yeah. now. I put an iPhone in there. Yeah. yeah that's in the good. Find My Phone app for later. Ooh, for no. yeah. <laughs> Where is it? There it is. Uh yeah, an iPhone would be interesting. I'll put a Game that's, Boy in there. Game Boy's a good one, right? Yeah. That's cool. What'd you put, Mike? Uh, um, put something. Hey, I came up with the question. No, yeah, you got to come, yeah, come with an answer. You got to answer it, sir. Uh, I mean, well, seems- what, would, what would be indicative of modern, t- I mean, do I want to do positive, negative? Honestly, like a People magazine, maybe. Just to show, okay, this was where we were. Jennifer Aniston yeah. wearing mommy yeah. pants. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. if, if you want to, if someone said, okay, where was your culture really? Like, yeah. there's where we like to like, because that's the difference. Do, what do you want people mm-hmm. to like say 300 years from now what we we hope they thought we were and what we actually were? If you put in People Magazine, this is what we actually were. This is what we, this is what we idolized, basically, is, yeah, Jennifer Aniston hugging her, you know, <laughs> stylist topless. Yeah. That's where yeah. we are in 2014. Yeah. That is true. You're that right. is true. Uh, well, you know, they probably were like thinking about it back then, Paul Revere and Sam. Because think about it, they ended up just putting fucking coins and some shit in there. Mm-hmm. You know, they were you know being hounded. Come on, guys, what do you want to put in there? <laughs> you know, they wanted to put like old porn magazines and shit. They, <laughs> sketches, of, sketches of butt naked ass. Yeah, yeah. The, these are the people we hate. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Paul Revere's an asshole. <laughs> What if you put John Adams put that in there? Yeah, Isn't like it? Paul Revere's asshole. Paul Revere asshole in the picture of him. Paul he, Revere. Revere. He's, a, he, he's considered a hero, but the reality is he got caught. He was the one that got caught when they were trying to, to, to warn people of the British coming. Hmm. The only reason that he's considered a hero and, and they say that he's the one that, that uh, warned everyone is because of the poem. Yep. And it was only because there's a woman that actually warned us, believe it or not. Yeah, and he Revere, um, he took the credit. Revere, well, Revere's name just sounded better in the poem. Mm-hmm. Uh, how, how's, how's the ah. poem? You, you remember how the it Midnight goes? Ride of Paul uh, Revere. Revere or something yes. like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're yeah. right. Well, they didn't even have, let women vote back then for crisis. They couldn't give. No. They would never give the woman the credit. No, it was a woman. It was in Drunk that. History is where I learned that. Huh. They weren't going to do that. She's just nagging. TV show. Yeah, see, yeah, yeah. see. So it's like the black dude that invented filling for the light bulb. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, um, go away, son. <laughs> Thomas Edison, come on in. <laughs> you are the face of the light bulb. No, no one will buy it if they say you made it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look here, Dave Johnson. We cannot uh, let this go. Well, the best was uh, was uh, what's his name? God, uh, is uh, the Russian dude, the Russian guy, inventor. Oh, uh. T- uh Nicholas? Yes. Tesla? Tesla. Tesla. Tesla's my Tesla I love that. Was an intern. Edison this wasn't according to Drunk History, by the way, this is from Real History. No, but Drunk <laughs> History Drunk History is actually really accurate, that show. Uh it's my goal to get I'd love to get on it. Wouldn't it be great to get on a show? Oh, Drunk yeah. History is such a great show. But anyway, so, be great on so uh Edison hint, hint, hint world. Edison <laughs> uh, uh you know, comes up with the, the electricity and all that kind of whatever, the, the light bulb. And uh, J.P. Morgan wants it in his house, and all the rich people, blah blah blah. And J.P. Morgan and Edison start Edison Electric to, to you know, and he and he keeps telling J.P. Morgan, "Do you have anybody who's competing here in this?" And he goes, "No, no, 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 no," because he had direct current, and he felt mm-hmm. that alternate current couldn't be done, and all that it was too dangerous. He felt it caused fires or whatever. Tesla comes in as an intern, and says, "I got it. It's going to work. I have it. No problem." He just says get the fuck out of here i am edison motherfucker i'm the king <laughs> you know you are you you're an intern or something right and he kicked him over to the curb and he came back again and says 
hey, I don't want any money. I want nothing. I just want to tell you, it opened the current. And he says, I am Thomas motherfucking Edison. And he kicked <laughs> him out again. And then George Westinghouse got Tesla. Yep. And Tesla ended up getting the worst deal ever. He was an artist, yeah. but wasn't a good businessman. But he actually did, should have got the credit yeah. for yeah, te- all the lights we have now. Tesla wanted his stuff to just be used kind of for free. Where Edison was, I mean, obviously a brilliant man, but he was, you know, kind of a kind of a glory hog. He wanted to get all the he patents. He was the first guy to get that. And have all that. A star, like, with it. I also, yeah. when they die, like, Edison, all his research was just put, like, kind of out in public in a museum. But Tesla's was taken in from the go- the government took yeah. it and still has it today and uses it and it's like top secret still and that's from like over 100 and, years and, ago and, and Edison, Edison you're, that's yeah. a great point yeah. Mike Edison was a genius and everything you can't take anything oh, away yeah, yeah. but yeah. but Mike a lot of things that were invented he had a group he had a whole team yeah. so you could imagine there were probably African Americans and women that would never get credit if Tesla wasn't going to get credit yeah. and all these people that may have invented different things that it was blanketed kind of under his name but he yeah, I'm sure he was a he was a genius. Obviously, he had mm-hmm. to be right. I mean, right, I right. Like he faked it, but but still, there was probably a lot of geniuses who never got their due. Yeah, to Tesla, invented man. some incredible. Tesla things. lived in Pittsburgh briefly when he worked for Westinghouse. Did, yeah. yeah, really. Mm-hmm. Let's see. And Tesla had a band named after him. He Thank did you very yeah. much. Edison yeah. did not get a cool rock band. No, Tesla did. Edison doesn't rock. Huh? But Tesla does. Not an electric car. We'll find a way. <laughs> Yo, so Tesla, they what, what was the other See? thing Tesla invented where uh, the electricity would actually attack uh, zap you? Um, the coil. Thank you. Tesla oh, coil. Because nice. remember when you play uh, that video game Command and Conquer, you could have the Tesla tanks oh, okay. and they would shoot <laughs> electricity? Yeah, yeah. But that's only if you were the Russians. You couldn't be American. And What's Tesla has a le- car named after him, too. He's an electric car. What's the name of the, the electricity goes over and you can zap people? It's like a static kind of electricity. It's a different name for it, the static electricity. I can't remember the name of it. It's like it, it, there was. I was when I was a tour guide at the Buell Planetarium back in the day. <laughs> there was this thing, and you would they would do an experiment, and, it, and I would touch. I would touch this thing, and electricity would pass over me. There was a name for it, some kind of coil. I can't remember what it was, but I could zap people. You know, which you know I did. Huh. <laughs> Josh is trying to Google it. It was like a. He's trying to ask. It would go that. over you. You were shown. You were shown how the electricity would go over you, not through you, yeah. to kill you. <laughs> Man, like, it's like a static electricity. David it's Bowie. A form of a static electricity. <laughs> David Bowie played Tesla. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. Did he really? In the yeah, movie? And, uh, I didn't the, even know it was a uh, fucking movie. The, what's, the, what's the magic movie? Is there a movie on him? Uh, no, no, no. Where Wolverine and Batman face each other, but as magicians. I didn't know this. It's Hugh Jackman, Christian Bale. Oh, wait. The Prestige. I did see that. I did see the and, Prestige. And, and he sorry, went to Tesla yeah, yeah, that's for true. the thing, and it was freaking David Bowie. And he's like, why are you here? <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> I got, like, what, it's Jerk. I want to get a couple more stories to get your opinion on something. This is funny. Did you see a story that said a 25-year-old Montreal woman had cramps, goes to the bathroom, she has a baby. It's one of those stories. Oh. I am always amazed at that. How the fuck do you not know you're pregnant? She goes, you didn't know she was pregnant. Has a seven-pound baby. That's How crazy. do you not know you're pregnant? I can't. Im- could you imagine? Because the baby, they kick at your ribs and sit on your bladder and you figure she had gas. I don't know. Which, <laughs> which know. is my defense. What the for hell a couple, did I eat? A couple weeks ago when I said to that lady cashier, when I say, you look great. When he, uh, she said, I'm not. Where she was. Yeah. Yeah. If you were doing her a huh? just yeah, the- Next time you should be like, Check. Yes. <laughs> That's my new line. When they if I do it and they go, I'm not pregnant, and I like, well, as far as you know. <laughs> maybe you should check, lady. Yeah, I knew someone like and I'll that. I'll hand him an article. So you knew someone who didn't know <laughs> well, they were they pregnant? They didn't know they was pregnant until like You're towards kidding. the end of the pregnancy. Oh, toward the end? Like they didn't oh. know. Like all the way up till like That's crazy. they was about to have the baby. Well, this lady <laughs> goes in the back. I mean, who does that? Who goes and goes, uh, you know, hey. I'll be back in a little bit. You got a newspaper? I got to go to the restroom. <laughs> Walks out 10 minutes later. Go, they don't go in there. Smells like someone had a baby in there. Because they did. <laughs> it's a weird Montreal accent. Yeah. I know. 
<laughs> just to tell the kid one day. Uh, that's why I named you Dingleberry. <laughs> Dingleberry. That is your name. You are Dingleberry Lemieux. Yes, uh, Lemieux. That is why I call you Dingleberry Lemieux. You are the best Dingleberry. Your name <laughs> Dingleberry Lemieux Metamusa. I just went to the bathroom and poof, you are gone. You are there. You were there hanging on the little toilet there, looking at little me. Bit, yeah, the yes, because <laughs> mama, mama, <laughs> do not double flash. <laughs> I mean, I can't believe <laughs> the lady's shocked at it, the whole deal. <laughs> I, I had the kid talking just at birth, you know. Going, <laughs> mama, mama. <laughs> that is why we are a little more advanced in, in Quebec. Your name. <laughs> that is why your name is yeah, your name is Teddy Boomer. <laughs> I just can't believe that. I, I'm always amazed. You hear that once a year, twice a year. That story. The woman doesn't know. That is. You don't even get a baby shower or anything. It just comes out. It just it's boom, another, bang. It's can't there. Make your friends Sorry. jealous. Another can't place for dinner tonight. <laughs> How about people coming up to you going, "Hey, I didn't know you're pregnant," and they're like. I didn't either. We didn't. <laughs> yeah. We just figured you're getting fat. <laughs> we were just figuring you were eating too many of the croissants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what she said. That's what she said. She's like, I just thought that was getting heavy. <laughs> Guess <laughs> what? I'm seven pounds lighter now. Oh, that's crazy. I know. Who knew? <laughs> I was eating for two. I I can't believe that story. It's just, I don't know. It's just, that story, and there's one other story. We have to end the show on because it's a warm and warm story. I think it could end warm, but it didn't begin warm. A woman in Florida <laughs> fought her sister, and they got in a, they got arrested. They fought over a vibrator. <laughs> this just happened yesterday, and the police got to the house in, in Florida. In Florida, yeah, Manatee, Florida, <laughs> they got into a fight <laughs> over a vibrator. Both women beaten and bloody when the police got there. Fight over a over one vibrator. Now, the reason I say it should be warm is because it is Christmas upon us. Somebody in the family should step up and, <laughs> and buy them each a vibrator, huh? Uh. Settles the dispute. It's warm and friendly. They got stocking stuffers. Imagine how warm. Wouldn't that be fun? They, they walk downstairs and they just, you know, and they're. Open their gift up in tears. I'm like, oh my God, why do we fight? <laughs> we both got long dong 2.3s. Yeah. <laughs> this is awesome. I'm Google their photos. They both have the weird, they are missing teeth and chipped. And first thing I thought was, they should read the directions on the vibe. Yeah, <laughs> the old joke. You're using it wrong. Yeah, I'm like Jesus Christ, what are you doing? But uh, that's why they keep. That's why they yeah. only had one, is because they keep ruining them. It's, yeah. a, it's, like a whole, it's a whole like big pile of them out back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a Christmas miracle. They'll, they'll find two new vibrators, man. That's like, you know, terrible. Be like it's. It's a wonderful one. Jimmy Stewart. It's a wonderful. Barry. They got, they got your, two your vibrators. Vi- your, your vibrator isn't in Dave's house. It's in Bell. Mr. Potter. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Mr. Potter can't afford a vibrator. You're going to close down. You're going to close down the savings and loan. There's people in need, need a vibrator in this town. They need a vibrator. You can't do this to me. Hey guys. You need a vibrator. <laughs> Every time a vibrator goes uh, off in Florida, an angel gets its wings. <laughs> <laughs> that is Christmas. <laughs> Every time a vibrator goes off, an angel, an angel gets off. Every time an angel, <laughs> angel gets its wings. <laughs> wonderful vibrator. That's awesome. It's a wonderful orgasm. It's a wonderful orgasm. <laughs> what, what, what's your favorite Christmas songs? We, we've talked about that. Christmas song? Okay, we can end the show on Christmas songs. My favorite Christmas, Christmas song is, uh, let me think. Uh, uh, let's see, Nat King Cole, um, White Christmas. And I can, Christmas? To me, that's Nat King Cole's voice is Christmas to me, you know? Oh, it's amazing. Right? No, well, not white, no, no uh, Chestnuts. Chestnuts, I'm thinking of Bing Christmas. No, no, Nat King Cole, Chestnuts. That's the one, I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. Chestnuts, rolls in on the That's That's the one. Can't help but love that song. You, right? Yeah. Is that, that's Christmas yeah. to me. Christmas. Nat King Cole, Chestnuts. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. What, what's yours? What's your, you have one? Um, any, you anybody agree, sings, anybody who sings Silent Night. I just any, love Silent yeah? Night. Dude, the Temptation Silent Night. Have you ever heard that? Oh, no, I've heard that. To... That we've heard. Oh, that's that's a real good one. Yeah, it's crazy. My least favorite would be Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. Yeah, like, yeah. Stop with that shit already. No, my, <laughs> my, my, 
Santa Claus is coming. Oh, that's to town. easy. Lisa. Oh, I right. know, my niece. <laughs> my <nieces laughs> yeah. play that on repeat. What that's Jacksons? Not, that's a warning. That's not a. That's a if if you if you if you change the name and just make it something like it, that's you better watch out. You better not cry. <laughs> you better not. <laughs> I'm telling you why. <laughs> Santa Claus. It's coming to town. It is. That's like a. That's like a Liam Neeson. Seriously, you better not. You better watch out. You better not. Liam cry. Neeson. You better watch out. Santa Claus is he coming to town. You, he sees you when you're sleeping. I have some very <laughs> special skills. Skills that would be a nightmare to an elf like that you. That is kind of scary. You I make like myself that. very small and go down the chimney. Yeah, he's a stalker. I don't yeah. know. It's, what yeah. the hell are you looking at me while I'm sleeping for? What I did to I you, Grandma? Got he run alone. He sees you. He, yeah. Yeah. he, he sees alone can judge you when you're sleeping. But, but that's a thing he like i'm asleep what, what can i be doing it. in my sleep that makes you have to watch me and judge me off of my sleep like are you looking at my dreams oh, or are you trying to say oh, oh, <laughs> i have oh, naughty dreams all the time oh, i know oh, oh, oh. you touched yourself Harry. <laughs> <laughs> he watched those oh, oh, girls in florida use the yeah. vibrators he's right. watching everything <laughs> he yeah. saw it yeah, he watched it he saw it yes he says rudolph uh, putting two vibrators into the sleigh right now <laughs> for Christmas Eve. <laughs> little Eves are making them. Yeah, little malls making little vibrators. Uh, Herbie the dentist, you know, put a dot and then land of misfit toys with the broken vibrators. The uh, grandma got run over the reindeer. Worst fucking song. Oh, it's it is. Awful. That in twelve days of Christmas drives me fucking. Oh, nuts. that oh, one absolutely. It goes on for fucking ever. By yes. the fourth this shit, no one ever would buy. Yeah, by the <laughs> right, the doves, the, the, the hens, whatever. Fourth day of Christmas. I'm serious. I'd love to stand up in the choir and go, "Shut the fuck up." I know. I'm I know. done. Fourth day of Christmas. Right, you have to repeat <laughs> Not all to the shit. Not to be a cringe, but shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, I can't <laughs> take it anymore. Yeah, with all these stupid gifts. And then every year, there's always an article about how much actually would it cost yeah. to buy a yes. yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, the yeah. price of Lords of Leaping has gone up fifteen percent. <laughs> Shut the fuck yeah. up, Lords of Leaping. Yeah, what Lord, is he, Lords of Leaping? Yeah, what what is the hens yeah. a henning? We're not what the fuck it is. Yeah. Most of them are just birds. <laughs> yeah, they are. You know what? Ninety percent of it's birds. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Get yeah. a get him a gift certificate to fucking you know Boston Market and call it that. Ninety percent birds. Oh man, that's true. Love it. But that's the song that that and the drummer boy. I'm not crazy. The Doug and Bob McKenzie though. Twelve Days of Christmas. Made up for it. That I can handle. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. The worst days of Christmas. You ever hear that one? The worst days. The worst (laughs) days of Christmas. No, I haven't heard that. I think it's like a Weird Al thing, and it's like anything Weird Al's good. Yeah, it talks about like the worst days of Christmas and those twelve days, and (laughs) yeah, it's it's amazing. But I used to always like listen to that. Well, tell you what, Merry Christmas to everybody from all of us here, right, guys? And (laughs) I mean, we'll we'll be talking to you next week too. But but just want to say, everybody, hope everyone's having this happiest and greatest holiday season. And when you hear. 12 Days of Christmas on the radio. I want you to look at everyone in the car on behalf of everyone in the room here, all of us here, you know, uh, uh, Mike, Mike, and, and uh, Terry and I, and say, shut the fuck up. <laughs> you'll know. You'll know. Right? You'll know. Uh-huh. We just had enough. Do it on the fourth or fifth day. Whatever you want. I don't care. Whatever day. <laughs> so, yeah, but that's it. Yeah, have, have a great Christmas and uh, remember to buy a relative uh, new vibrator. So that angel River, can yeah. get its wings. It angel will get its wings. <laughs> and it made a milking if you have enough money. And it made a milking. I want is, Lords yeah. of Leaping. How much is that, Mike, now? twenty four ninety five. It's twenty four ninety five. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Put some Lords of Leaping in my stocking stuff. <laughs> <laughs> hey, talk to, you, talk to you next week. Thanks so much for listening. Happy holidays, everyone. It's Jim Cran. No restrictions. Hey, everybody. It's Jim Cran of Jim Cran No Restrictions. I just wanted to take the time out to thank you for listening to the show. We have a little over 100,000 subscribers now every week listening to the show. Go to SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, or JimCran.com and subscribe today. And thanks again. If your business, whether large or small, is in need of commercial collections, choose PrimeCore Group. PrimeCore Group is a Pittsburgh-based corporate collections agency. Now, if your business is owed money, PrimeCore Group is there to help you. On a contingency basis only, PrimeCore Group will recover what is owed to you in a professional and trusted manner. Contact PrimeCore Group today by going to primecoregroup.com.